Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, Gabby here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey towards inner peace. I'm not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby, my friends. Welcome back. Today is an episode that is going to really give you a serious Gabby kick in the ass. This is a moment in time for you to claim your creative force, for you to become a hell yes for what it is that you want to create in your life, and stop worrying about outcomes and other people's perceptions so that you can really say yes to your dreams. I'm going to teach you in this episode something that I call the effort let's go mentality. And it truly is the secret to my successes in life. I'm going to offer it up for you today. This is a big talk episode with my dear friend, Jennifer Fisher. She is a world-renowned jewelry designer and a serious entrepreneur who has taken many risks in her career and in her life. And the two of us are going to kind of just go big with this conversation about stepping into your yesness and the effort let's go mentality. So if there's a dream that you've been sitting on, keep listening, my friend. This is your episode. Enjoy the show. All right. We are finally here. Finally making magic happen on the Dear Gabby podcast with the one and only Jennifer Fisher. And, you know, what I love so much about the big talks here on Dear Gabby is that I get to spend time with people who I really care about and people who I admire. And I also sometimes get to know things about my friends that I didn't otherwise know. So this is my opportunity now to just hang out with you. And I want to start there because there's a lot of your backstory that we've talked about from time to time, but it hasn't been a full awareness. And that's what I believe so many of my listeners need to hear from you because they may be buyers of yours or fans of yours on Instagram. And 
they've seen you out in the spotlight as this leader and this beautiful female entrepreneur and this successful woman in fashion, but they may not know where you came from, what you've been through and all that it took to get to here. I want to start with what happened in your history that really gave you that, I like to call it from turning the trauma into triumph, which is really what I've seen from you. Yeah. I mean, you and I have become closer in the last year since I started going through something in my life. I lost my father in July and my father, I credit with a lot of who I am and what I know and why I am who I am and how I think the way that I think and my positive mindset and things like that. He was a force. He was incredible. And we lost him very quickly. I've always, my whole life, credited him with my work ethic. Like I always say, you know, the power of positive thinking, because every day he would wake up and be like, you know, today's a great day. You're going to get this done. I was a serial entrepreneur from a very young age. I was the kid that would pick the flowers out of your backyard and go to the front door and ring your doorbell and sell them to you. We were selling avocados on the street in Santa Barbara from our trees to the guys that own the Mexican restaurants. Yeah, I had a group of girlfriends and I was doing it alone or doing it with them. And I'd always come home from doing it. My dad would be like, I'm so proud of you. Go do it again. Go do something else. And so I always had this drive that he taught me this hustle at a really early age. And I always say sort of my hustle is innate because I always grew up with it and I saw it from him. You know, he was a serial entrepreneur as well, had many different careers as I was growing up doing different things. And I would watch him do it. And even when things were not going well for him, he still had a positive mindset about it. And so when I have things that happen now as a mature adult and as a parent that are not positive and not perfect as a business owner also... I try to take those things and turn them around and learn from them. I think that's really important. You know, you take those things that happen that might not be how you planned them to happen, but instead of it bringing you down, let it bring you up. Take that. And how can I do that differently? And what did I do that I can learn from that? And how can I do something better next time? Yeah. You have a lot of personal stuff that went down in your life that I believe today you can look back and say that I turned that around. I chose again for this. Yes your diagnosis with cancer. I mean, let's start there. Well, let me be clear with that. I got diagnosed when I was 30 with something called a desmoid tumor. And it's a soft tissue sarcoma that's basically a keloid scar on the inside of your body that turns into a tumor that can metastasize. Mine did not. I was lucky enough that it did not. That was a pretty crazy traumatizing time in my life. They think it's from scar tissue from my breast implants. I'm pretty open about talking about all of that. And they thought it was breast cancer not breast cancer, after they took a biopsy of it, which they should have never done because once you cut into these tumors is when they metastasize. So I was very fortunate that mine did not. I went through 12 rounds of high-dose methotrexate chemotherapy. At the time, I was a wardrobe stylist. I was living in Los Angeles dating Kevin, who is now my husband. And I was lucky enough to have a great commercial director that I would work commercial jobs and big teams of crew. And I would fly back and forth In LA, I would do my chemo at Cedars-Sinai and in New York, I would do it at the time at St. Vincent's. And it was kind of crazy going through all of that. Well, first of all, for the first, you know, three weeks that I was diagnosed with it, I was not told that I was not going to die from this tumor. So, you know, uh, that was an interesting time, but- At 30 years old, this is what you're going through. At 30 years old, yeah. Yeah. And I was still living in LA. Kevin proposed to me during this, and then we got married three days before 9-11. It's another story. Hmm. But the tumor and going through the chemotherapy, I have to tell you, it's just one of those things. It's who I am today. I live with it. It's sort of like my little peace person there. It's like I'm conscious of it and I know that I'm bigger than it. And I know that it's not going to hurt me and I'm fine. And if it grows again, we know how to treat it. So it's just part of me now. 
And then shortly after you had your son, Shane, is that timeline correct? Correct. Well, no, actually, it's not true. So my tumor grows from estrogen and my oncologist did not want me to carry the child because of the estrogen when you're pregnant. So surrogacy at the time was illegal in the state of New York, legal in New Jersey, Florida, and in California. And so we're like, you know, let's go to California. So we went through, I mean, at the time this was, you know, Shane is turning 18 in March. So this was 16 years ago. Getting a surrogate was a different process back then. I mean, it was like making scrapbooks and you're selling yourself and it's this whole thing. And that took about almost a year to find a surrogate. We found a surrogate, went through IVF. First time she got pregnant, she miscarried at 12 weeks. And then second time she miscarried at 16 weeks. But we had seen a heartbeat. We had named him Luke. We knew it was a boy. I was in Sacramento going to the doctor with her and then finding that there was no heartbeat and having to go through the DNC with her for all of that. It was horrible. And then uh, it felt terrible for her. And she quit because she really didn't know what to do at that point. So Hmm. I went back to New York not knowing what to do. And they were thinking that possibly the methotrexate had ruined my eggs. So they were suggesting adopting or getting an egg donor. So we were looking at egg donors. And that's when I got pregnant with Shane. I went through IVF one more time, didn't work in New York, just to try it on my own. And none of my eggs were good. So I finally just got pregnant naturally. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not giving this up. We always call Shane like the million dollar baby from going through IVF so many times and surrogacy. And mm-hmm. it was literally insane. So I told my oncologist, I said, if my tumor starts to grow, I'll end the pregnancy, but I'm going to do it. And my pregnancy was completely normal. I had a healthy baby boy, Shane. And when he was born, People were giving me gifts to represent him. And someone gave me this necklace. And I was like, I am not going to wear this necklace. I've seen like 90 other girls with the same necklace. I'm not going to wear this thing. I want to wear what I'm going to wear. So I went up to 47th Street, being a stylist, being super resourceful for so many years. You know, we'd have directors who would literally give us a pack of American cigarettes that were blue and be like, I need 150 of these jumpsuits for our airplane scene tomorrow. By being resourceful as a stylist, I'm outgoing. So I was like, hey, someone make this thing for me. I finally Mm -hmm. found one. It was a simple dog tag. It said Shane. And I sourced a very heavy, long gold chain and I would wear it on set when I was a stylist. And literally it was a conversation piece of instantly people said, wait, what does that say? It's my son, Shane. Oh my gosh, my wife would like that. Or, oh my gosh, I need one. Can you make a different shape? Can you do this? Can you do a different chain? And I was like, I can do any of this. So I started making them for people on set and I made one for Uma Thurman and she happened to get it delivered the day that she was shooting a Glamour magazine cover and she wore it on the cover of Glamour. And that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the time, there weren't that many people. You no know, one was doing direct to consumer fine jewelry that was customizable, really. No one was doing it. So, or like direct like, to Uma. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got pretty lucky. I, yeah, I got pretty lucky with that and a few others that came afterwards. Well, I wouldn't even call that luck. I would actually call that hard work because you put yeah. yourself in the place where that was possible. And yeah. also, yeah, I feel that's a little different than luck. I feel that that's sort of the natural order. You, Put yourself in these places, you worked your butt off and you continue to. And you also create really cool stuff. Thank you. So it's sort of inevitable, right? You know, it's fun to put yourself out there and kind of not know and just sort of like, okay, let's try this. And if that doesn't work, let's try this. I find joy in the unknown of what can come from being fearless. What do you think it is about that quality? Because actually, I think that's what you and I admire most in each other is yes. that sort of let's go mentality. Yeah. And that fearlessness. I think that, yes, I would probably say had a very entrepreneurial mother who was always like, just I'll do that. I'll start a jewelry line. I'll be like a children's musician. Like I'll do all these things. But she was always a yes for all of it. And I'm imagining that your dad was a big part of your yes and your fearlessness. But what else do you think is behind that? Because it's a quality that I believe most entrepreneurs, particularly entrepreneurial women, 
all have in common? Well, I have it for my mom too. So my mother was always sort of the other side. My father was the really outgoing, loud one and the one that was always sort of screaming, you know, you can do it in your face. Where my mother still to this day is sort of like the silent killer of this is what you do. This is how you handle it. And so I think it's sort of a combination of both, of knowing innately that you can do this is one thing, which I think a lot of people have a hard time with. But you just kind of have to know it. Just do it. This is actually interesting that we're talking about this now. I had a conversation with my son three days ago. He's on the varsity basketball team and he's been playing, kind of holding back. And I'm really happy for our Jewish people that we've got a basketball player on the team. <laughs> Jew ball. Let's go. Yeah. So he wasn't playing the way that he should be playing. He's a senior. I'm like, you're a senior. Come on. You should have fun with this. Go have fun. Who fucking cares? Go out there, shoot the ball. If you don't shoot the ball, you're not going to know. And mm. I had that conversation with him. I guess it was actually Friday night. And he had a game on Monday. It was like a different person. It's like that switch. I think you have to just realize, like, why am I holding back? Why am I not doing anything? It's like a switch. There's people like you and I that are like, F it, let's go. I'm going to make a chain necklace and be so bold to sell it to Uma Thurman on set, right? And then there's folks who are creators, just beautiful humans in the world that are just making and creating, and but terrified of putting it out there or even terrified of starting. And I think that flip it and go will work for some folks like a Shane, right? Mm -hmm. Got it, mom. I'm going to just change my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I think for those who are out there that are like, well, I want to have that switch and I want to have that flip and I want to do that too. It can be very overwhelming. So instead of letting that overwhelm you, right? I'm just going to speak to that person right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I've got this thing I've been sitting on for thing I've been dreaming of, but I just don't believe it or I'm so afraid of it. I always like to encourage those folks they may not have that Jennifer Fisher chutzpah to jump out and do it, but you have something in you. You have a small step in you. And so sometimes when we even just take that small action towards that big vision and big dream, it starts to create an energy and a momentum that starts to put us into a different perspective. Now for a quick ad break for a sponsor that is perfect for this episode. Are you dealing with some anxious thoughts right now? Are you feeling restless at night? Or do you just not feel like yourself lately? I'm sure a lot of people out there are just raising their hand being like, yes, Gabby, this is my vibe at the moment. Feeling our best has to be our top priority. It has to be. And it only can take a few minutes a day sometimes to just reset, de-stress, and start over. And that's why I'm really proud to have Calm as our sponsor today. Calm helps you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. Their guided meditations, sleep stories, relaxing music tracks, and their daily movement sessions are all designed to give you the tools to improve the way you feel. Lately, after a long day, I've been winding down playing with my little kittens, and I've been just doing this beautiful, relaxing music tracks from Calm. And I swear to God, my kittens, Jimmy, Blue, and Lily just come right up to me whenever I'm meditating. It's the cutest thing. And over 100 million people around the world use Calm. Even if you've never meditated before, you're going to get the support that you need to reduce stress and improve focus. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Dear Gabby. Go to calm.com slash Dear Gabby for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash Dear Gabby. 
If you're a frequent listener of this show, you know my snack obsession. I love a good snack, but I don't like to get hooked into junky snacks. I don't like to get hooked into chips. I don't like to get hooked into pretzels. I want healthy snacks that are sustainable, that make me feel good, and that I can trust. And I'm really into perfect bars. Yesterday, I saw one of my Dear Gabby listeners do a little reel on her Instagram where she was showing her taste test of the perfect bar. And she's like, Dear Gabby, I'm trying it out. And then the whole reaction was like, damn, this is good, girl. And I was so excited because they're delicious. And I'm seeing people respond in this way. Perfect bars are these fresh from the fridge protein bars that are packed with protein. And that's something that's very, very important to me right now. They're super satisfying. They have tons of different flavors and they have 17 grams of whole food protein per bar. And they come with 10 delicious flavors like dark chocolate chip peanut butter, coconut peanut butter, and salted caramel. And they're unlike any other bar. This lovely Dear Gabby listener on Instagram was just raving about it. You could tell that she loved it and that it was delicious. And they're made with whole food ingredients and contain no artificial preservatives. Perfect Bar is stored in the fridge so you know that you are snacking on something that's super fresh. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. I was talking to a really close friend of mine, Jen, who's a lawyer and he wants to change careers. And I was like, okay, you're in your 40s. You've been doing this forever. It's not going to happen overnight. And he's terrified of it. And I was like, just do one small thing daily towards that goal. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you can assess listeners who you are on that spectrum. Are you the Jennifer Fisher or are you the lawyer? You know, who are you on that spectrum? And take this advice now that anyone can make that shift in that moment and take the same advice you gave your son to be like, yeah, I'm going to turn that on. I'm going to do that. But it doesn't have to be such a huge shift. It could be a small one and that's enough. Yeah. I think people have to stop worrying about people's perception of the outcome or what. That's one thing that even in my career now, I feel in the last two years, has really changed for me three years, maybe of where I just don't really give a more because I'm not looking outside of what I'm doing for anyone's approval or for anyone's opinion. What allowed for that shift? You know, I was talking about this with someone and I, I think it's just a maturity level you get to. I feel so comfortable finally with who I am and I'm okay with not everybody loving me. I'm okay with not being everyone's person. You get to a point where it's just, I have my people in my community and I have the people that I'm going to relate and resonate with and vice versa. And you have to be willing to meet more people, take the meeting, talk to more people, put yourself out there and just be willing to accept whatever comes from that, positive or negative. Great. If it's negative, great. What can I learn from that? Right. I love that because my husband's a lawyer. He runs our business, but he's an attorney by training and formerly a banker. And so he's got this very analytical mindset. And sometimes he'll be like, well, we don't need to take that meeting because, and I'm always like, stick around for the miracle. Like who knows what's going to happen here? And sometimes it is exactly as he expected. And it's like a big waste of time, but it's never really a waste of time because that could lead to another connection or new learning or anything. But there are times when we would have written something off, but by actually just taking the meeting, it becomes something major. 
And so I think even if you're not an entrepreneur, the idea of like, take the meeting, go to that coffee with the mom at pickup or go to that class or do that thing that you otherwise might not do and just be blown away by what can transpire. Exactly. I took a meeting yesterday that I didn't think was going to be anything. And I was blown away by the end of the meeting. So it's just one of those things that you just don't know. Mm -hmm. The Shane necklace, we're going to call it the Shane necklace. I'm going to go back there for a second. Yeah. Really came out of a story and an experience and also a lack in the market, right? Great entrepreneurs are always solving problems that nobody else is solving. And there you were, I'm going to make something cool that is very heartfelt at the same time. But it's also kind of a spiritual talisman in a sense, right? I want to hear what that means to you because the clothing that we wear and the jewelry that we wear, particularly the jewelry, so often it's on us for so long. It's like it kicks on our energy. Mm -hmm. And so just share about what is the spirit and the energy behind the creation of these pieces? Well, the greatest gift that I have as a female entrepreneur, just the hoops and things that you're wearing right now, but the customizable fine jewelry that we can make for everybody that represents something meaningful, rite of passage of their life, you know, something that they've gone through, something that they're celebrating, that they choose to purchase from me and to wear it every day with their special customization, whether it's a date, number, name, shape, whatever it is, it all means something different to all of us. And that's what's so incredible is that we get to give the gift of that power of that armor and that talisman to that person that is made specifically for them. No one's going to have exactly what they have chosen to wear, that exact piece of jewelry. That is the heart of my brand and what I do. And I'm so lucky and grateful that people choose us to do those things for them. And then they get to wear them and pass them on. And there are these heirlooms in their life that protect them daily. If I'm not wearing my charm necklace, it's in my bag because it's my good luck. Yeah. And it's so incredible to be able to offer these things to people and that they feel the same way wearing them daily. I have so many women that come up to me and say, oh my gosh, this is my life. You know, it's my life on a chain and I'm so grateful that this is just mine and no one has my exact necklace. You know, that is just like a dream to have that happen. Yeah. When that happens. I've actually seen that happen at, a, at lunch with you and people, women <laughs> just talking about what that means to them and to be able to create and then, then create something that allows the buyer to create is really fascinating. I actually really want to make a charm necklace. And the nice thing is my son's Oliver, but my son who I had to let go of was named Owen. And so I get to have this double meaning with an O. Yeah. And we could do a cool O necklace. That'd be very cool. Something. I would love yeah. to do that yeah. for you. Yeah. And you know what? You did something really special. When I lost my baby and I had to let him go, I was mentioning that the butterfly was my sign for him. And right in the mail, I got from you these butterfly earrings that are extraordinary. And that was very meaningful to me. Back to that point, it's like I put those on and I'm like, I'm with my boy. Right yeah. Now. You and I met for a very specific reason. I know that for a fact that we were sitting next without to a doubt. at dinner without a doubt. That was the universe bringing us together for sure. And that was another thing. That was a dinner I went into by myself. I didn't know who was going to be there. You've got to just go these things. You know, I didn't know what I just gotten that invite. And I was like, sure, I'll go. Why not? Yeah, I think there's such a nice theme for this conversation for the listener, which is I think that sort of effort, let's go mentality, which I've talked about for my entire career, which is the reason I've been able to write nine books in 11 years. It's the reason that you've been able to create this brand that's so huge. And it's also the reason that I'm able to like, you know, step into my kid's school and say, hey, you know, I'm not really happy with how this is going and be that outspoken parent that's ballsy and taking care of myself. And so that's not everyone's quality. Most people don't have that quality. So I want to actually let this show be really about encouraging people to put that tiny even toe forward, just to even dip your toe in 
to an action that you otherwise have been holding back on. And like I said earlier, like don't blow it out too quickly because if you're somebody who isn't that way, it could be really scary. And so I'm just going to keep coming back to this assignment for all the listeners, like dip your toe in and just do something you've been hiding. I want to reference something that you taught me is that choose again moment too, that I've been using a lot lately too. So that's something that if something doesn't really go your way or you're having like a negative mindset about something that you need to choose again. So I learned that from you recently and that's been really helpful. So if someone puts themselves out there and it doesn't really work, you just choose again. And when you choose again, you're looking for that next best feeling thought. So it could be like, all right, well, that didn't work out, but it learned this or that didn't work out now, but maybe it's going to transpire later. Just that possibility mindset. Yeah. I think there's some key mindsets of entrepreneurs and go-getters that I'm sure that you are familiar with. What do you think they are for you? Well, I think that the key thing is just, like you said, putting one foot in front of the other and making that step and learning from your mistakes. I would say if I had a dollar for every time someone told me no, I'd be a millionaire. I've been turned down and told that my business is not going to work a million times, but here I am. So it's one of those things where you can hit me as many times as you want, but I'm still going to come back because I know that maybe that one person that was negative towards me, or maybe that one person that told me, no, maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they weren't in the right mindset. So go ask somebody else and watch. They're going to probably say yes. Been through it so many times. And I work in fashion. I've not been let into a lot of things and it's a very tough business, but I've found it's tough only with certain people. If that person's not going to vibe with you, someone else is going to. I think timing is really important. I think the universe puts you in a place in a specific time for a specific reason. I'm a big believer. I couldn't agree more. I really agree with that. And I actually read something yesterday in Gabor Monte's book, The Myth of Normal. He was just on the podcast and it was something about the polyvagal theory, which there's this thesis that the brain, when it sees faces or you walk into a room and someone's in a really low vibe and nasty to you or something, that the brain actually immediately will go into a shame response. I'm totally butchering this, but let's see how how well I can get there. And it starts to put us into like that defensiveness and all that. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm hearing you say, and this is actually what I've gleaned from you as a human, is When you walk into a room, you have this energy of, I'm going to connect. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to be a presence in the room. And it's an innate quality, but it's also, I think, an intention, right? Like I want to show up and bring my best. And I think that is a quality of a lot of entrepreneurs is even just a smile or a connection or personality that's entering a space. It actually lights up the brain of another human and just creates that connection. Whereas the moment that we walk into a room with that low vibe energy, it can really be triggering to people, which that's not something that many of us really get. It's like, you think, oh, my mood doesn't affect anybody else, but it does. And so I wonder like that positive attitude, that seeking solutions rather than problems, all of the things that you've shown up for life with, how do you think that's benefited your career, your personal life, all of the above? I firmly believe that I would not be where I am today if it wasn't because that's how I run my life and day. Like every day I wake up and I wake up with a clear intention that my day is going to be a great day. I'm going to have a great Mm. day. And even if something bad happens today, that's still a great day because whatever that bad thing is, I'm going to learn from and I'm going to take something from that. I really believe it's just knowing that I'm grateful to be here every day and have the ability to wake up and to be alive every day. That's a big thing for me that I am grateful for. The moment I open my eyes and I take my first deep breath, I'm here again. Yeah. And that gratitude for life Mm -hmm. allows you to get all the juice out of it. 
Yeah. I mean, Truly. Especially now with having watched what happened when my father deteriorate so quickly. He got sick in February and he died in July. Someone that was such a force in my life go so quickly made me realize even more how important each day is and that my intention is going to be clear to make the best out of every day I'm allowed to be here. That's beautiful. And I think that sometimes it is those most uncomfortable circumstances that allow us the opportunity to have that type of shift. Yeah. So if someone's had that experience, really make that commitment to choosing again. I've never felt grief like that in my life. It was the first time I've ever really had to grieve and mourn the death of something that was that major in my life. I was fortunate. And you might still be going through it. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely, it's just how I'm choosing to deal with it. I have highs and lows in it all the time and I allow myself to feel what I need to feel. We all grieve differently, but definitely changed me because I also now know that he's watching me. Right. And so he's guiding me. I see him in clouds. So I like to use that as something positive that, oh, there he is. He's watching over me. Like you see a figure of him in a cloud? No, I just see clouds. And also sometimes I'll look up. I'm on air traveling a lot in airplanes and I look out and I'll see him. He's out there. I know he's my dad. Yeah. Well, ride that because that connection, while it's, so much grief to let go of the human experience and the human connection. The presence is always with you. Yes. And that spirit is always with you. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy you have that connection. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I had my friend Sherveen on the podcast. It was actually episode 113 to be exact. And I really think you should go back and listen to this because people were freaking out. I started getting DMs and text messages from my friends being like, I love that episode with Sherveen and I'm ordering Symbiotica. And this product that we talked about is my go-to supplement product. It is the holy grail. As you might know, and I've talked about it on the show before, I grew up homeopathic, so I've always really been interested in different kinds of natural remedies. And Symbiotica is this health supplement company that's designed with these super sophisticated formulations that are scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling nutritional gaps that result from our crappy modern day diet. My absolute favorite Symbiotica products are the Symbiotica Liposomal Magnesium L3 and 8, So many of us do not have enough magnesium. Nobody talks about it. It is an essential mineral that is required for 80% of our body's metabolic functions. And in the United States, 65% of adults don't have enough magnesium. And I also am a huge fan of their liposomal vitamin C, take it every day, and their vitamin D3, K2, CoQ10. I do not leave the house without having taken these supplements. They have just so many gorgeous products. And I also have to say that they taste really good. One of the strange things about these supplement brands is that they often taste like crap. This brand is delicious, absolutely delicious. These products are going to support cellular detoxification, boost energy levels, and just overall promote a healthy immune response. And they have a super convenient and easy online quiz that will help you figure out the best supplements for your specific goals. And because you are a listener of the show, I'm hooking you up with a discount. Use code Gabby at symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com for 15% off site-wide or create a custom bundle and get up to 45% off. Code applies on top of custom bundle discount. 
So what are you most excited about right now in your life personally or professionally? I'm excited about, you know, we're going through something right now where the smaller business, it's getting bigger. And so there's a lot of really scary things that come with that. I am 100% self-funded. We have no outside capital that is in my brand whatsoever. So to get to where we are right now at this level, I'm pretty proud of us getting here. That's huge. That doesn't say that that needs to change, (laughs) but we're going through some things right now that are scary and it's the unknown, but it's also exciting. I get to look back and we've created this brand and now we've got salt and now we have fragrance and I'm doing home and lifestyle collabs, the CB2 collab and all these other things and the boots, the LaRuda boots, things that are coming. It's just really fun to get to, to play in this arena. Now I've worked really hard to get here and I'm grateful to be here and I'm excited to make the most of being here. I think there's a quality you have that I'm going to coin and it's (laughs) this yesness. You have this yesness, right? And those folks who may not be totally familiar with all the things that you do, you have your jewelry line, Jennifer Fisher Jewelry, but then you have literally the most epic salt, right? And then you have this scent that I haven't smelled it yet because it's always sold out and I need to get one. But what do you call it? My scent? Is that what Mm -hmm. you call it? Yeah. Yeah. So my scent, the way you even describe it, like it's musky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like literally that's the scent I'm like craving in my life. And then you've got these boots that are the most sexy boots I've ever worn, but they're also super comfortable. And so there's this interesting thing that your yesness is guiding you because it could look like, you know, she's got salt and jewelry and this and that, but it's actually like, no, you have perfected the things that you love. It's all intentional. It's all intentional. There is a yesness, but we say no a lot, but there's Mm -hmm. a yesness to the things that just feel like they're right for our vibe and who we are. Those boots make sense. These mugs for CB2, my lamps, all the stuff made sense. Like to make all these things, that was fun. And that sort of turns on my creative juices in a different way. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that I have the ability as a designer to not design one thing. Don't put me in a box. Don't tell me that because I make jewelry, I have to make handbags. That's bullshit. Right, 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 right. Totally. Make salt. <laughs> exactly. The salt is one of my favorite creations that you've ever made. It's so good. It's, it's just good, so right? good. Everybody's going to go yeah, it's buy fine. There's more coming out. So we're doing more of them. It's really fun. It, you know what? It's so funny as designers, it's like they think that you're just not this human. You know, I'm a human being that cooks dinner for my kids, walks my dog, makes my coffee. Well, my husband makes my coffee most of the time. But, you know, why can't we do all of these things that can enhance our life that as a designer, if I can have the ability to design them, do things that I think are cool? Why do I have to do one thing? That's ridiculous. I'm always in awe of designers, Jennifer, because my brain does not work that way. Like I know what I like and I know what looks good, but I'm not an art person in terms of I can't see what would match and something that you can get trained in, I suppose. But I do believe it's very much an innate quality. And do you have traditional training in design or is something that just happened naturally for you? It's something that just happened naturally for me. I just, you know, I try to make things that are useful just a little bit cooler sometimes. You know, I I couldn't find that salt. My necklace started because I couldn't find the necklace. The salt started because I couldn't find the salt. All the salts were like seasonings or rubs or potpourri. And the scent is, I've combined five different things my whole life to try to get my scent. So let's just make it in one. And all these home things that I do, it's all the same thing. I make things that I like cooler. Is that what you just said? It was the greatest line. I make things that I like cooler, which literally is exactly what you do. Your brand is cool. I think of you as my cool friend. What is my cool friend going to tell me to wear tonight? Or what is my cool friend going to style me with her jewelry? It's such a cool idea that you just take in these everyday things as well, like a mug or a salt or a perfume. And you've been like, well, I can make that cool. It's uh, pretty miraculous. It's pretty awesome. 
like we all need everyday things. We're all everyday regular people. We just need to have them a little bit cooler. That's the key, I think, is to continue to design things that people need and want to buy. That's the thing. I think that's the biggest message I've learned as an entrepreneur is as long as you're solving a problem for people, you're going to succeed in your business. I think that this idea that we have to put ourselves in a box, let's kick that. I'm going to sort of recap all the personal growth methods that have come out of this deep conversation with you. Welcome your yesness. So I think that you can be such a power of example of yesness and trust that you're cool. Like I think that's a message because one of the things that I realized when I was starting out was that early on when I was not in the career that I'm in now and I was in PR and I was in my 20s and I was doing drugs, I was trying really hard to be cool. And upon getting sober at 25, I was like, no, nothing that I try to do is cool. What's cool is just being me. Exactly. And you bring you wherever you go, right? Like you even said it, you're like, I don't give a fuck about what people think about me. I'm going to just do the things I love. I'm going to be the person I want to be. And you embracing you is what is so cool. Yeah. We all need to do that. Yeah. No, you know, for so many years I was worried about what people thought of me and what is a designer and I was insecure and and all that. You have to just live for yourself and trust yourself by being your most true authentic self is when magic happens. It's true. Mm -hmm. Being your most authentic self. So if you were to leave us with any last messages about how to be our most authentic self or really anything that you want to share, what would you want to leave us with? Well, people ask me all the time, how do you do it? How do you get out there and do it? You just have to get out there and do it and not worry. Stop worrying so much about the outcome. Just enjoy as you're going through it and just see what happens because your outcome that you think is going to be the outcome is probably not going to be the outcome and you can't control it. There's no, and my father-in-law gave me this advice when I was sick, when I was going through my chemo and he said, Jen, there's no point in worrying about shit that you can't control. Yeah. It's great advice. It's great advice. And I use that all the time. You can't control, you can't control people. You can't control things and don't worry about it as much. You've said twice now on the show that you can't control the outcome and now you're really driving it home. And I want to actually show how much that mindset plays into your yesness, because sometimes what I find is that folks are so paralyzed because they're not focused on the fun and the joy of what it is that they're going to create or do or be but they're so focused on the outcome. But when our only objective is to have fun, be creative, feel inspired, then how could we fail? And you embody that. You fully embody that. Thank you. Beautiful. You know, like I said, every day is a gift. So you might as well make the most of it because I might not be here tomorrow. So I want to make sure you have the best last day if that's my last day. (laughs) Now, I have one final question for you. What would be the top two most important styling tips you could give you know somebody <laughs> who might be interested. I have a friend who's interested in wondering what you're <laughs> you know, I say this all the time with the jewelry. I always say take off that necklace, Gabby, but I know your husband gave you that necklace and I know that necklace is very meaningful to you. But sometimes I think women put too much makeup on, put too much jewelry on. I think that sometimes less is more like if you're gonna wear those big hoops, are you wearing the necklace? Are you wearing the necklace? Mm-hmm. Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's when I started out in jewelry, I used to wear way too much jewelry. Now I've learned that less is more. But I also think you need to choose for yourself. You don't want to go say, oh, you see someone wearing that and be like, oh, I have to look exactly like that. Well, you're not going to look exactly like that person in that same look. So do a version of that that's going to be the most flattering on yourself and what you're going to be comfortable in. You know, wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. Yep. Yep. 
And probably like if you're going to find somebody that you want to have as your style, fashion, muse, find someone who's similar in your shape and size. Like that might be helpful, right? Exactly. Well, whether you like it or not, you might be a little taller than I am, but you are definitely my style muse. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to just be seeing me wear everything you wear. That's just pretty much how I'll just style myself. I'm here for you. Let me take you shopping. Yeah, please. Let's go shop. That would be very fun. Well, I just want to close by saying that I really admire you. And what I find that I admire most about you and our connection, which is new, but it's strong, is your desire to feel connected to women and your commitment to sisterhood and women helping women. And I just want to highlight that and shine that light on that quality that you have, because it has made me feel very safe and supported. And I've seen you connect to other female entrepreneurs for the first time. And I just, I just think it's a quality that we have to have and we have to be there for each other. Yeah, we do. And I think not enough women do that. I think it's really important to be there for other women in whatever way it is. If it's that text message in the morning, if it's a check-in, if it's a whatever it is, you've got to find your tribe and your gang of whoever it is and constantly evolve it too. You know, I just made two new friends in the last two years that are two best friends of mine now that I had met when I opened my store in Los Angeles. And I never thought at my age of 51 years old that I would be meeting two new great girlfriends like that. So you never know what you're going to get. So put yourself out there and support other women and find the ones that are going to support you back. And if they don't, punt them. Punt them. (laughs) (laughs) Or pray for them. them. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Thank you for this cherished time. And I'm just going to encourage everybody out there. If you're into salt, go try the salt. If you're into jewelry, definitely go get the jewelry. If you're into a perfume, good luck trying to get the perfume. And if you want the most epic boots you've ever tried in your life, They're gone. Uh, just, 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 just pray because they don't exist. <laughs> we might be doing one more color, which will be cool. Two more colors because they were. They no, here's my last question. Should I get the white or the black? The white. Thank you. You're welcome. That's all I needed to know. I'm going to hang up and get the white right now. <laughs> I'm like not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for this time. So happy in my life. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.